Coming up today, we play the game of risk, the retirement version. The best part is you can play along all that and more starting right now. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. Welcome into Retire Fit Radio. Your host, Nathan Fort, founder and president, Vital Retirement Planners, right here in Austin. 17 plus years of experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. He's a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, chartered advisor for senior living, very busy office in Austin. They do up to 70 seminars each year. They have a wonderful resource website. Check out retireaustin.com. That's retireaustin.com. Again, each and every week, I'm Morgan Patrick, by the way, consumer advocate. Each and every week we hit these retirement topics, but we also, we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Nathan and his team at Vital Retirement retirement planners. And again, these appointments that we offer up, no cost, no obligation, no pressure, just to kind of see where you are in your retirement planning process. It's a great way to kind of kick the tires, get to know Nathan. Uh, and also, you know, either get started with your retirement planning, or if you're in the middle of something and need that second opinion, grab one of those appointments. We'll make them available here very shortly. So some folks may, in fact, have a high tolerance for risk, but their capacity for risk, they think, is high, but it's actually lower. So some people get caught up in accumulating money and they forget to protect what they have really worked for so long and so hard for. So as they near retirement, they really need to dial it in. So what kind of questions are, are you going to ask when you sit down with Nathan for it? Or what kind of questions will Nathan ask you when you sit down across the table from him? So let's just let's start there, Nathan. You have somebody sit down in front of you. What's one of the first questions you ask? Well, I want to get an idea for how well they've planned already. That's probably the overarching uh, thesis of the first conversation is how, you know, where are you at? But uh, um, if you if we look at sub questions, we'll get into, uh, hey, what kind of investor do you consider yourself to be? Um, I like to talk about uh, what your feeling is about how tolerant you are uh, for risk. Um, do you have a positive or a negative outlook on uh, growth opportunities moving forward? Do you feel like you're exposed to the growth opportunities you need to be? And I'll tell you what I find is most people are, uh, it's actually, it's funny, this seems counterintuitive, but most people I talk to are actually a little more tolerant than they think they are mm -hmm. after they have a well thought through customized financial plan put together that helps uh, identify the correct strategies for providing the income they need, uh, the cash flow to support their lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, the number one fear people have is really around cash flow. You know, that fear in retirement of running out of money. That's a, that's a real fear because we don't have pensions these days, right? So we're, we've got 401ks instead. We have these retirement accounts that have special tax benefits. It's the government's uh, way to incentivize us to be saving and basically accumulating our own uh, source for retirement income that we can create down the road. But if you don't know how you're going to do that, if you don't know, uh, if you don't have a strategy in place for when you will start taking income, how much, from which accounts, and uh, which, which strategies are gonna be the most tax efficient for you. If you haven't figured that stuff out, you really have no business uh, making decisions about your risk tolerance. And, uh, and I can explain why. I'll try to do this briefly, Morgan, because I know we have other questions we want to get to, but this is so critical. Uh, let me give you an example. If you, if you know you, you're going to need to take withdrawals from a particular retirement account in, say, three years, that is a very short runway. You do not have very much time to recover from significant market losses in time for you to be drawing that income. So that your risk tolerance for that money should be very low. But now let's say uh, on the other side of that, we have a portion of your portfolio that we're not gonna need to access. You're not gonna need to take withdrawals from this for 15 years. Uh, again, because your retirement income plan details and gives you uh, specifics about how you're going to accomplish this. But let's say you have a portion of your portfolio you're not going to need to touch for 15 years. How should your risk tolerance be different for that money? 
it should be very different. You should have a much higher tolerance for risk. The, the problem a lot of people have is they don't see how their retirement income plan works. They don't see the mechanics behind it. And, and then you're just kind of, you're gonna be forced to shoot from the hip in terms of your risk tolerance. And what does conservative, moderate, or aggressive even mean, right? If you sit 10 people down and you ask them for a definition of right. each of those three, what do you think you're gonna get, Morgan? You're gonna get three different answers. You're gonna get three very different answers and they can contradict each other as well. It's all very subjective, right? It's yeah. like spicy. What does spicy mean? You know, I, I, I laugh sometimes when we go to restaurants because uh, my tolerance for spicy food is different than uh, other members of my family. Are you ghost pepper? And, uh, are you like, what, what are you? Uh, I'm, I, I'm not that tolerant. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> good point. And, and my tolerance for risk is, is much lower than other people that I know. So the point is, it's very subjective. So spicy to me could be very mild to you. Um, uh, mild, you know, spicy to me could be, uh, could be burning your head off right. uh, to you. It, and so tolerance, risk tolerance is the same thing. So what you really need to do is bring it down to a level where you can understand um, what risk really means. Risk is another word for volatility. Yeah. Do you understand the range of returns you should expect for your portfolio, statistically speaking, right? And you can do this uh, with 95% with certainty. You can determine the, the range of returns in your portfolio over the next six months. A lot of people don't know you can do that. Now, you're not projecting the future. You're not looking in your crystal ball and, um, and seeing the future. You're making a, an, an intelligent uh, decision informed by statistics. You can do this. You can get the odds in your favor. But I'll tell you, it's very difficult to do if you don't have a plan in place that already outlines your plan, your strategy for your retirement income. Yeah, I wanted to kind of extend the question a little bit because we talk about this quite often on the show and it's just people are kind of in the dark when it comes to their portfolio and, you know, where their risk number is and what their level's at. So when people sit down with you, are you kind of surprised by the number of people that maybe sit down and think they're conservative, but they're not? Uh, yeah, I, 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 most people, uh, well, here's the trend that I see. The closer someone is, uh, and if you're listening right now, you can, you can relate to this. The closer you are to retirement, the less tolerant you feel towards risk. Um, and it's just natural. And even even people who are self-acclaimed, uh, uh, risky, aggressive investors, uh, they kind of tighten up. They get a little more careful as you get closer because of that fear. You know, it's a real one. We don't have a pension to fall back on for most people. It's Social Security, you know, people have their own concerns about um, how, you know, how reliable Social Security is going to be for them in retirement. So, so really, the bulk of your retirement savings is, is really on your shoulders. You've got to create this income. So everybody's going to become more conservative. But now the problem I see more than any other is people are not, um, they're not exposed to enough growth opportunities in the markets meaning they're, they're so conservative right. when they don't need to be. And you have this, like the example I gave earlier, you have this tranche of your portfolio that you don't need to touch for 15 years sitting in a balanced or conservative account or even CDs or money market. Uh, it, and really, that's the wrong place for that money. But you're not going to know that's the wrong place for that money if you don't have a plan that details where your cash flow is coming from throughout retirement. And that's really what we're doing on this show every week is, and this is the drum that I'm beating, is uh, the plan should precede uh, so many of the other very important uh, decisions about your finances, about your retirement plan, your, your retirement portfolio, from your risk tolerance to tax strategies to when retirement is, is right for you to social security claiming strategies, to you know how you cover health insurance costs and Medicare. Uh, all of those questions should be made exponentially easier for you to answer by having a plan you can refer to. Uh, it's like the, uh, the analogy of the house plans, right? If you're building a house, 
don't pull your hair out over trying to answer all these specific questions about your your house about the you know how much square footage of, of flooring you're going to need or countertops or appliances or windows without having house plans first to be able to refer to so plan should precede the products well, and, and a lot of the other decisions. Yeah, I was just going to say, and that that leads to what we also talk about is just being able to relax a little bit. You know, exhale. You know, you're working uh, with a fiduciary. You're working with a professional that that does this on a daily basis, and you can bounce questions off of Nathan and his team, and you can get down to brass tacks, and you can talk about what if scenarios, and you'll be talking about things maybe you didn't even think about as you, uh, you know, you, you map out your retirement. I mean, and, and again, Nathan, you love to use that, that, that building that, you know, having that blueprint and, and really kind of starting with that foundation and going all the way up to the roof. I mean, that's planning folks. And that's your opportunity to kind of get on the right side of this thing. Uh, and have that ease of mind when it comes to your retirement. Now, Nathan, uh, you've got a limited number of spots. We start each show with 10 for the upcoming week. And, and I tell you, they do go fast. But walk, walk our listeners through what's going to happen for these 10 appointments. Yeah, well, you're probably thinking about your financial situation right now. You're, you're probably thinking about uh, how much cash flow you need in retirement. You're wondering what to do about Social Security. Uh, how do you do this as a couple? What, how do your family dynamics work into this? This can seem complicated. And I say, I emphasize seem because it doesn't have to be. We're opening up my calendar for 10 spots. This is your opportunity to call in, make an appointment to see me and my team. And we're gonna help you get what we call the three C's. The first C is clarity. Understand your situation. Get transparent about what you're facing, the obstacles ahead. Second C is control. We're going to show you how you can, can how you can take control over the things you can control. And if you do a great job of in, in these first two C's, you're going to get the third one, which is confidence. Nobody's going to call for you. You have to do this yourself. Take responsibility. Be the CEO of your retirement. Call now before those spots run out. Be the CEO of your retirement. I love that. 800-890-5008 is the number to call. That's 800-890-5008. Or you can text the word retire to that very same number. 800-890-5008. Only 10 spots. Get on the phone. Get to texting. Get to calling. 800-890-5008. Or text retire to that same number. 800 890 5008. Retirement planning comes in all shapes and sizes. Well, coming up, we'll talk about just the importance of being custom. The approach of having a custom plan is coming up next. into Retire Fit Radio. Your host is Nathan Fort, founder and president, Vital Retirement Planners, right here in Austin. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Again, Nathan, 17 plus years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for retirement. He's a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, a chartered advisor for senior living in the office. They're busy, folks. They do up to 70 seminars each year, and that's always about education. And here at Retire Fit Radio, we talk a lot about the three C's, clarity, control and confidence and you need to get you some of that as you head towards your retirement make sure you have a plan make sure it's customized to you there's going to be an opportunity to get on the counter with nathan ford and his team no cost no obligation no pressure so stay tuned for that so the process of saving for retirement nathan it varies from person to person obviously we're all different and there are going to be different factors like risk tolerance what's your time horizon maybe your investment style it needs to be carefully considered by a professional to build that customized, comprehensive plan for retirement. So to bring that picture into focus, we're going to dive back into these different topics that advisors consider when building this custom plan. So, Nathan, if you're ready, let's go over I'm, this. I'm let's go over this next question. So once you know invested, how do you kind of find out what type of clients you have? What questions do you ask them? Well, the, the thesis of a retirement plan is cash flow. So the most important question we re really need to hone in on is what do you need to support your lifestyle? How much income do you need? 
not to pay your bills, right? Uh, we're aiming higher than that. We want to maintain your lifestyle. How do you live? How do you travel? What do you do for fun? Where's your family? Where are your kids, grandkids? Um, now, th this is important because we, we want to make sure that we're providing, that the plan provides for the cash flow needed and that you're taking very low risk to no risk approaches for supplying that cash flow. Now, why are we doing that? Well, so you don't freak out in retirement because markets are going to be volatile forever. Right. That that's that's a, a guarantee. Right. If there is any guarantee in the markets, there it is. Uh, volatility. Uh, sometimes it's it's heavier than others, but that's always going to be there. And you don't want to kind of stress and worry and be concerned when the markets are bad because you know, twenty percent of the time, two years out of ten years, the market's going to be bad statistically. Uh, we just don't know which two years those are. Imagine how easy all this would be if we knew that, um, but we don't. So, so we don't want to be on that roller coaster with our cash flow. I'll give you an example. We had a couple come in this week. Uh, we had a good conversation about their cash flow. Now, I, I'm not one of those where uh, I think you've got to have everything planned to the dollar. And uh, I think that sucks the fun out of retirement planning, really. But let's just get an idea. Now, if you have no idea, then let's look, let's look back at your spending history. Look at your credit card statements and what, what are you doing? Where's your money going? Uh, which of these expenses, if any, are going to fall off at the time you retire, right? So this particular couple, we came to a figure, $8,000 a month after taxes. So after taxes are paid, $8,000 a month is what they need. Um, well, it, that's great. We know for the next few years about what that target's going to be, but as we get further down the road, as we get further into retirement, there are two giant enemies and they work together to uh, they combine against you to uh, try to get your retirement to fail and i'll name two of these one of them is inflation the other one is taxes so if you have a lot of taxable income uh, then that means if tax rates increase what happens to your net income yeah your, your net income is going to decrease at a time when you need it to do the opposite because of inflation, right? Things are going to cost more. And now if you have less net income, this is a concern. So if you just look at a, uh, uh, you know, an average inflation rate in 10 years, this couple who today needs $8,000 after taxes to fund their lifestyle, they're going to need closer to $12,000 a month after taxes to equal the same spending power in 10 years. So the question then is, well, if we need $4,000 a month more 10 years from now, how are we going to do that? What do we do? How do we allocate our funds now to reach that target? So really, the, uh, the cash flow, like I said, cash flow is the thesis. And whatever you do with the rest of your retirement portfolio should first and foremost be aimed at accomplishing your cash flow needs so when we get to uh questions about you know where i'm trying to identify what what type of client do i have in front of me uh, that that cash flow question is going to determine so much of the rest of the conversation I, and i really can't overemphasize that that helps you identify risk tolerance it helps you identify tax strategies it helps you identify sequence of withdrawals which accounts do we draw from first everything kind of comes in order after that once you once you get that nailed down it shouldn't be a hard one to do we are always talking about retirement planning here on the program, Retire Fit Radio, again, powered by Vital Retirement Planners right here in Austin. That's where you can find the founder and president, Nathan Fort, and his team. Check them out online, retireaustin.com. So we're having some fun just talking about these different questions. When you think about it, when you're saving for retirement, there are a lot of things that go into it. You got to think about your risk tolerance. You know, where are you on the time horizon, right? Are you closer to retirement? Do you have a little bit more time? 
time? Uh, you know, what what is your style when it comes to investing? So we're talking about those in a very question uh, type format. Uh, and again, I mean, you're, you're going to see this. I mean, we, we talk about planning and, and once you get into retirement, every day is a Saturday when you think about it. You know, so when you hear this, Nathan, and, and you sit down with someone and you ask this question, do you think your expenses are going to be more or less in retirement? What kind of answers do you get back? Oh, this is a great one because then we get into uh, what your what are your plans in retirement? Uh, some people are looking to downsize. Some are looking to move. Some have a, a long bucket list of uh, places they want to see and people they want to see, experiences they want to have. Uh, now, of course, every household is going to have a different spending pattern. So if you were to graph it, all those graphs are going to look a little different. But some of the trends we do see, um, not just here with our own clients, but uh, as we look at studies that are done uh, uh, in the academic world, you'll find that expenses tend to be high in the beginning when uh, that bucket list is getting checked off. Uh, people call that the go-go years, right? You, you feel good, you're healthy, you've got energy, you wanna go do all these things that you've been planning. And, um, and, and then there comes a point, and again, this is a different for everybody, when uh, you slow down a little bit, and that might be because, hey, all, all the bucket list items got checked off. It, it could be because health changes or uh, energy or family dynamics, uh, whatever it might be. And we see uh, kind of a, a drop in expenses, a decrease in expenses. And again, there are always exceptions to any of this. And then we see an increase towards the end, uh, kind of the end of life expenses. So this would be, you know, long-term care, medical expenses, uh, whatever, whatever that might be. So because we don't know exactly what your future spending habits are going to look like, uh, then that means we always have to leave you with some flexibility to make adjustments as you go. And, and this is one reason I beat the drum that you you really should have a plan, number one. But number two, that plan should be refreshed and adjusted yeah. at least once a year, sometimes twice a year if there's some big things going on, big changes going on. But you're, think of your plan as a living thing. This is, this is something that is, uh, you, you don't push play and sit back and forget about it. And I will tell you, a lot of advisors do this. They'll just push play, sit back, and if you call with a concern, they'll, they'll just say something like, hey, just hang in there. You're in it for the long haul. Things are going to work out. You know, we're taking care of you. Don't worry about it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm telling you, from all the uh, brokerage accounts and statements and plans that I'm seeing, people walk into my office with, there is not a lot of planning going on, not a lot of adjustments going on. Uh, holdings in the wrong places. Uh, you're, you're just not capturing what the market's doing currently. Some, some adjustments should have been made, you know, six months ago, a year ago. We see this all day long. So th the point is, you've got to have a plan that you adjust and refresh regularly so that it's always a reflection of you of your current situation and what you think might happen next year. If we think, you know, far down the road, 15 years down the road, well, we're, we're gonna make a lot of assumptions and, and guesses if we're 15 years out, but 14 years from now, you're gonna have a much better idea for uh, what your spending habits are gonna be in the 15th year. Uh, so again, you gotta, you gotta be making those adjustments as you go, but because you don't know all that stuff and there's all these variables ahead, don't let that scare you out of putting a plan together in the first place. And this is what we're lo looking at doing today is we, we want to help you get there, get the clarity you need, take control of the things you can control, get the level of confidence you need. Those are the three C's. So we want to give you all three scoops. This is going to be, uh, your, your ice cream treat today. Uh, all three scoops, clarity, control, confidence. This is our, this is the nucleus of our financial planning process. We opened up our uh, calendar for 10 appointment spots at the beginning of the show. We're down to seven. So three of those have been swallowed up. We've got seven more. These are no cost, no obligation meetings that you can have with me and my team to help you get clarity about your situation uh, so that you can be confident about your future. 
And this is not going to be a cookie cutter approach. This is this might seem or feel very different to you if you haven't sat down with a fiduciary investment advisor. And I think that's a good thing. But do it now. Those spots are not going to last. No one's going to call in for you. Uh, and I'm happy to see you next week. Nathan, you had me when you said ice cream. All right. 800-890-5008. That's 800-890-5008. Or you can text retire to that same number. 800-890-5008. No cost, no obligation. Simply no pressure. Get a better handle on your retirement situation. Call now. 800-890-5008. When we return, when it comes to retirement planning, it's essential that you understand investments and your plan encompasses how you're going to work together to build a lifetime income in retirement with your advisor. We will talk about it coming up next. Fit Radio. Your host, Nathan Fort, founder and president, Vinyl Retirement Planners, right here in Austin. Check them out online. A great resource website for you. RetireAustin.com. Easy to remember. RetireAustin.com. And again, Nathan, 17 plus years of experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. He's a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, chartered advisor for senior living, and an office that is teeming with activity. They do up to 70 seminars each year, and that is always about education again the three c's we talk about them clarity control and confidence there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with nathan and his team coming up so stay tuned so when you begin to withdraw and spend those funds in retirement you want to be certain that the money will last as long as you need it to what's the number one fear running out of money in retirement. So you want it to last. Now, this could be a short or long period of time because we are living longer. So it's important to consider the type of investor that you are and the intention behind your investments. So this next guy, you probably never heard of the guy. Berkshire Hathaway CEO, legendary investor Warren Buffett. Of course, I was kidding. Uh, he sat down with CNBC to explore the key to investing for the short term as well as the long term. I think it's the same thing that makes most sense practically all of the time. And, and that is to consistently buy, keep buying it through thick and thin, and especially through thin, because uh, the temptation when you see bad headlines in newspapers, maybe to say, well, maybe I should skip a year or something. Just keep buying it. The trick is not to pick the right company. It's to be, because most people aren't equipped to do that. And plenty of times I make mistakes on that. The trick is to, to do it consistently and to do it in a very, very low cost way, because costs really matter in investments. Uh, that makes an enormous difference in how much money you have on retirement. I tell you, I, I love that. Buy through thick, but also through the thin times. Just your thoughts, Nathan, on Warren Buffett's investment insight. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, obviously, very smart guy. I'm not going to disagree with, with, with Warren Buffett. But uh, what I would add to that is that your tolerance for doing this, your, your tolerance for having a uh, comfortable experience in, in participating in equities is going to come only after you have some strategy in place for how you're going to protect your cash flow, especially if you're uh, only a few years away from retirement. And when I say only a few years, you know, what does that mean? Well, uh, if you ask uh, you know, big financial institutions, uh, a lot of them will say 10 years. They'll call 10 years your red zone. That's when you have a short runway, meaning you don't have a lot of time to recover from market losses. Um, there are some risks. And, and I know, you know, Warren Buffett here is not trying to give financial advice. He's not giving uh, retirement planning advice, and and rightly so. He's giving uh, equity growth advice. You know, growing your portfolio over time. But really, there are some risks you have to mitigate when you retire, especially when you don't have billions of dollars to fall back on, uh, and you have much more limited resources than Mr. Buffett. Uh, you, you've got to manage risks like sequence of returns, for example. Mm -hmm. This is a, a risk you're exposed to in volatile markets when you're withdrawing money. Uh, it can be exponentially more difficult for your portfolio to recover from a market downturn if you're drawing money from it. So there has to be a plan, uh, a strategy woven into your retirement plan for how you're going to make adjustments with your spending 
during down markets. And, and when I say adjustments, that doesn't mean you spend less. The adjustment could be where you draw your money from, from, from which portion, from which tranche of your retirement portfolio do you draw from during good years versus where do you draw from during bad years? A solid uh, strategy for addressing sequence of returns risk should have that outlined. If none of this sounds familiar to you, if you can't remember a recent conversation you've had with your advisor about this risk, uh, this is a sign to you that you are not working with a fiduciary investment advisor, a financial planner. You don't have a financial plan because this is a this is one of the big risks uh, in retirement that you really should be mitigating. And it, it, there is no law or rule that requires your financial advisor to work through this with you. So in other words, this is a, a free country. You can choose to work with somebody else who will help you navigate those risks. Uh, so this is, a, this is a big deal. And I do believe strongly in equities. We talk about the inflation risk. I mean, that's a big one. And there are very few asset classes that will stack up against stocks just being exposed to stocks. But, uh, but, but I see a lot of people are not uh, allowing their portfolio enough exposure to stocks out of fear. And what are they afraid of? Again, it's always the same answer. They're afraid of their ability to provide the cash flow they need in retirement. So they tighten up, they get super conservative. But really what needs to happen is they need to have a plan that, uh, uh, that will thrive in good years and bad years, and will allow them the tolerance for having that equity exposure. And then we can get into all the other decisions you need to make about being diversified and, and you know, management styles and uh, portfolio efficiency and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully that makes a whole lot of sense. Well, it's so important that. to you know, have these types of conversations uh, when it comes to your retirement. It's your money. Uh, it is your future. Uh, having a plan, working with a fiduciary, uh, someone that is going to communicate with you. I love what you said there, Nathan. If you're not being communicated with, uh, you might want to think about um, reshuffling the deck, so to speak, uh, figuring out who you're working with, because you want that two-way uh, communication. Because again, you're planning for your future, and you want to you want to be in touch with the person that's kind of your guide, kind of your coach. Yeah, and, and, and communication should be a whole lot more than, uh, a, you know, a birthday card, yep. an anniversary card here and there, maybe a phone call about just the status of things. Um, you need to be having conversations about strategy, meaning, uh, you know, we can file for Social Security benefits in, in six months. Should we do this? Uh, we can draw from our Roth IRA or we can draw from our traditional IRA this year. Which one makes more sense? Or uh, if we're making charitable contributions to our, our church or our charity, uh, from which accounts do we uh, take that money from? Uh, how do we, uh, you know, what do we do now to produce the extra $5,000 a month we're going to need to keep up with inflation in 10 years? You see, these are the conversations you need to be having. And I will tell you from my experience, uh, a lot of this is not going on. Uh, instead, you have a lot of uh, advisors who, at the end of the day, are product salespeople. They represent the, the bank or brokerage, and they're just selling you products without uh, really any, any kind of guidance or strategy for how this is going to work into an overall plan. Uh, they're, they're just shooting from the hip and getting deals done. And you deserve a whole lot better than that. Uh, you, you can get access to a whole lot better than that. Uh, we're going to open up the phones here in just a couple minutes to give you the opportunity to call in and snatch up a spot on my calendar where we can get this kind of conversation going for you. When you begin to withdraw and you're spending your funds in retirement, you need to really kind of be honed in, dialed in. What type of investor are you? Uh, you know, what's the intention behind those investments? You've got to know. So I'm going to give you a scenario, uh, Nathan. We'll see how you handle this one. Here it is. Uh, from September 2008 through October 2008, bonds lost 4%. If you had been invested in bonds during that time and had a bond that lost 4% in two months, you know, think about these options. What would you do? And what does it say about what kind of investor you are if you do these things? And I'll give you, I'll give you the, 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 the readoff here. A, sell it all. B, sell some of it. 
C, sit on it, or D, throw more money at it? What kind of yeah, investor it, are each one of these categories? Well, bonds are kind of tricky uh, because, you know, as a lot of people know, they have an inverse relationship with interest rates. Um, and and now you can invest in bonds a couple different ways. Maybe this is a good place to start. If you if you are actually buying the bond, you own the bond directly, um, you have a bit more control and the decisions you make should be different versus if you own bonds through a fund, let's say you have a bond mutual fund or a fund that uh, says something about income or being balanced, that basically means there's bonds in there. Well, if you own through a fund, you don't have very much control and your actions should be a little different. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have a bond that is going to mature in a year, but it just got hammered. Uh, because interest rates went up. Now the bond value, if you were to sell it today before the maturity of the bond, uh, you're gonna take a, a heavy loss. Well, if you wait a while until the maturity of the bond, um, then that interest rate risk expires. There is no interest rate risk if you hold to bond maturity. Um, so you may want to hold on to it a little bit uh, again, or you may not depends on the economics of, of this particular, uh, deal. If you're in a bond fund, you do not have any control over how long bonds are held. You're at the mercy of the fund manager who is also at the mercy of all the rest of the other shareholders. So let me give you an example. Let's say interest rates go up, bond values are getting hammered, but then you have all these uh, other shareholders sharing in this investment with you who are selling their shares. They're selling it all or selling some, whatever it might be. And the fund is incurring these losses and who gets to share in all of this activity? Well, well you do. Um, and, and it may be that the fund manager is, is having to sell all these bonds that you probably would have held on to if you were owning the bonds directly. But but now you're out of control. You don't have your hand on the steering wheel. So in, in that case, you, you may want to sell and get out and get into a, a better position where you have more control, you have more clarity. Um, so what it comes down to is, do you have allocations that are informed by a financial plan? If you don't, you're probably it's a very high likelihood that you're not doing as well as you should and you probably are not holding on to the right investments now you may not know and this is one reason why we're opening up the phones right now we have five more appointment spots these are going to go really fast this is your opportunity to get the level of clarity you need about your holdings about your financial plan uh, so that you can take control and get the level of confidence you need. Call now. Those spots are going to go real fast. 800-890-5008 or text RETIRE to that same number, 800-890-5008. Limited number of spots, but there are no cost, no obligation, no pressure. 800-890-5008. Coming up on the program, it's question and answer. We'll be right back. Retire Fit Radio, hosted by Nathan Ford, founder and president, Vital Retirement Planners, right here in Austin. Check them out online, retireaustin.com, a great resource website for you, retireaustin.com. Again, Nathan, 17 plus years' experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement, their golden years. He's a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, chartered advisor for senior living, and the office, well, they do up to 70 seminars each year. And and that is all about education. The three C's, clarity, control, and confidence. So question and answer. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. I'm going to throw the questions. We'll see how Nathan does on these. Douglas is in Austin. Here's the question. Given the volatile market that we've been facing, would that make bonds a reasonable and relatively safe alternative? And we just talked about bonds. We did. And I think they can be if you invest in bonds the right way and the right way to do this would be to own the bond directly i'd say beware of bond funds where you give up a whole bunch of control so let me explain why 
Uh, bonds have a couple types of risk. Um, and it, it, one of these is interest rate risk, which really is only a risk if you sell the bond uh, before its maturity. So let's say you have a, a bond that has a three-year term and interest rates go up uh, after you buy the bond. Now, remember, there's an inverse relationship with uh, bond prices and interest rates. So if interest rates go up, your bond just got less valuable, it lost less value. Uh, only if you were to sell it on the uh, open market, you're going to get a market value for it. But if you hold it to maturity, you hold it for that three year period, then uh, you're going to get your uh, re return of capital, that par value return back to you. And there is no interest rate risk. The only risk you hold really at that point is the credit risk of the bond issuer. Uh, that is, uh, whoever you're buying the bond from, remember, you are the position of a lender. They're a borrower. And uh, you're getting paid interest for the money you're letting them use, the money you're lending to them. So you got to make sure you're comfortable with that. Now, again, you should be making these types of decisions only within the context of a retirement plan that details how you're going to uh, solve your cash flow needs it details uh, the tolerance you should have for risk and the types of assets you should be allocated to your uh, tax strategy, inflation strategy, all that. So, uh, but I know this is kind of a uh, vacuum type question just about bonds, but I would look also at other interest bearing vehicles. Uh, uh, CDs actually look very, very good. Uh, if you're not familiar with structured notes, you should get familiar with those. That could be attractive fixed annuities. Um, we're seeing rates in the mid fives to sixes and in some uh, fixed annuities. Now, I do anticipate and I'll give you a hint as to why, but I do anticipate interest rates coming down. Ah. And one reason for this is because the largest financial institutions, the biggest institutional investors out there are anticipating the same. Um, so. If you could lock in a good fixed interest rate, that could be a great strategy uh, for a portion of your portfolio. But again, only if your plan calls for it. If you don't have a plan, that's step one. And step one can be uh, taken care of uh, by waiting, listening for the phone number, and grabbing one of the remaining appointments with Nathan Fort and his team at no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Again, they're going to open up here in just a little bit. All right, question and answer continuing. Let's go to Cedar Park for this next one. Helen is there asking this. 53, concerned I'm not diversified enough. I have both international and domestic stocks, but pretty much right now that's all I've got. Should I look into real estate possibly, maybe gold and silver? Thanks, appreciate any tip you can give me. Great, great, great. Uh, let me give you a, a quick 101 on diversification. Your diversification strategy should include three elements. The first is what most people think of, which is you should buy different stuff, right? Don't, don't buy all the same things. The second, which is not thought of as much, is make sure the things that you're buying are not highly correlated. Like make sure they're not doing the same thing. They're not responding the same way to market changes because that's what you're trying to diversify. Then the third, which is uh, thought of the least, is you should have a diversification of management styles. Meaning what are the thoughts and beliefs and philosophies behind how your money is managed? When are things, uh, when are shares bought? When are they sold? Um, how is your portfolio balanced? Uh, Helen asked this, uh, uh, asked this uh, question about real estate. Uh, there are a lot of different ways to be invested in real estate and uh, what what flavor are uh, is going to make the most sense to you is going to make the most sense to your financial plan because you can do this by uh, buying REITs, uh, real estate investment trusts. You can do this by uh, purchasing real estate directly. You can do it through uh, private equity syndications, which uh, I really like, by the way, um, you, you get uh, some of the great tax benefits. Those are not diluted. Uh, you can get great yields, great capital appreciation, great, great tax benefits. Um, so 
really you should be doing all these things, making all these decisions again within a well thought through, intelligent, tailored, customized financial plan. And I am a fiduciary investment advisor. I, I, I live to plan and your plan should precede your allocation decisions. So make sure you have a, a plan to refer to that will answer these questions for you about what you should be invested in. All right, next question up. We'll stay here in Austin for this one. Raymond asking this. Sorry if I'm a little late to the game, but I assume that the 4% rule and 65 being the magic number for retirement were kind of timeless retirement rules of thumb. Now I hear the goal should now be save a million dollars for retirement. What is the best way to go about all of this before things change again? I'm trying to be an old dog that learns new tricks. <laughs> I appreciate that because this is rare. A lot of these old dogs, they don't, they don't want to do anything new. But, uh, you know, there are some general rules of thumb that really need to be refreshed. Some of these need to be wiped off the table completely. But uh, this whole 4% rule, uh, the reason for this is to give you some idea for about how much you should be withdrawing from your retirement portfolio uh, while maintaining a fairly low likelihood of running out of money. Now, this is not a, uh, a rule that can be applied without uh, other considerations. So give me an example. Uh, if you have your money sitting in cash, not doing anything, maybe you're earning 1%, uh, 4% is too much to be withdrawing, right? Because you're going to be drawing much more than the interest you're earning. You're depleting your portfolio. Uh, this is a risky thing if you don't have other strategies in place. Now, um, I would like to see your money growing at a, a whole lot more than 4%. Um, that, that doesn't mean you have your entire portfolio uh, achieving this, uh, call it, you know, eight, nine, 10% average rate of return, because some of that money you're probably gonna need in the short term. So um, Raymond, this is a, uh, there's a lot that could be unpacked with this question. But uh, I think the takeaway from this is the 4% rule, in my opinion, uh, should be retired. Uh, speaking of retirement, retire that uh, uh, rule of thumb. The, the landscape has changed. The uh, uh, you know, inflation rates and the climate for, uh, and forecasts for tax rate changes is going to change this quite a bit. So uh, there needs to be an overall retirement strategy that helps you identify how much you're going to need in addition to your social security and maybe even a pension, uh, how much you're going to need to withdraw, inflate that, uh, apply some tax changes to it to stress test it. And uh, then you're going to have a much better idea for what's realistic, what's not realistic. And then you can decide how, how much risk you want to take with your withdrawal rate from your portfolio. Final question here on Retire Fit Radio. Then we're going to open up those spots on the counter with Nathan Ford. Let's go to Cedar Park for this one from Kim. 55 years old, 600000 saved for retirement. Is it possible to retire at 62, so in seven years, claim Social Security and live off 6000 a month for the rest of my life? Thanks. Well, Kim, um, I, I, I have bad news. I'm not saying it's impossible. You asked, is it possible? <laughs> so we're using the same uh, language here. I'd say it is possible. Is it likely? No. Uh, I don't think the odds in your favor are in your favor with these numbers. Uh, just give you an example. Let's say uh, at 62, you're getting, uh, say, $1,800 a month from Social Security. Again, I don't know what Kim's Social Security numbers look like, but let's say $1,800 a month. Um, that means in order to get $6,000 a month for the rest of your life, you're going to have to be withdrawing over $50,000 a year from your retirement savings. Uh, and now that's, that's a, a, a before taxes are taken out. Um, and if you have $600,000, I mean, you're going to be withdrawing, you know, closer to eight, 9% per year. That's a very high withdrawal rate. So um, now again, not impossible. There could be some great strategies you can put in play to make this a, a reality. But the important thing, Kim, and the important thing for everyone listening in is you have got to have a financial plan. 
that details your retirement strategy. It, it can't be a cookie cutter plan that your, uh, your, your neighbors are using, your coworker, your, maybe your, your parents did. Things have changed. Your situation is different from everybody else's. So this needs to be custom to you. Uh, the same way you would not go out and buy a whole bunch of materials to build a house before you have house plans, you need to have a plan first and then the plan is going to in, inform you in, in terms of what you need to buy to build that thing and how to build it. Think of your financial plan the same way. If you gave it the same amount of energy and attention focus as you would building a house, uh, you're going to be exponentially better off. So we are down to two appointment spots. We reserve 10 spots at the beginning of this show. Uh, this is your opportunity. So two more people will have the opportunity to visit with me and my team in my office. This is no cost, no obligation. You're going to get the highest level of clarity you've ever had about your retirement. You're going to understand ways that you can take control of the things that maybe you think you have no control over, but you can. Uh, and this will lead you to the highest level. There's a third C, the highest level of confidence that you have had about your retirement. You deserve this. Call now. No one's going to call for you. These two spots are going to go real fast. All right, there you go. We've got the number for you. 800-890-5008. That's 800-890-5008. Or you can simply text the word retire to that same number. 800-890-5008. Another edition of Retire Fit Radio in the books. For Nathan Fort, I'm Morgan Patrick. We'll see you on the radio next week. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights.